financial problems, elder law, criminal law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic is Medicaid planning and Social Security disability during COVID-19. Brian? That Small, was, that was, good morning. Good morning. That was quite a mouthful for an early morning topic. Well, it's not that early. Okay. Jeffrey Kirshner. Good morning. Social Security expert. Yes, I am. So we're going to hear from you today. Yes, you are. Jim Samasco. Yes, sir. Good to have you back again. Happy to be here. We're going to talk. Jim's an elder law specialist. He's going to, you know, been, how long have you been doing elder law? Uh, I've been licensed for 33 years. I was going to say, you don't and look it, that and old. it goes quick. You don't it does go old. quick, doesn't yeah, it? 1987, seems like yesterday. Have you, have you been doing Elder Law that whole duration? Uh, partially, but now I do it exclusively. Exclusive. He's the old, he's representing himself. Now, I know, from, I, I know Pat's <laughs> told me this story before. You guys had a personal experience with Elder Law issues in your family, right? Sure. Uh, my father had a bad stroke when he was in his 60s, and when we looked for help from other attorneys, a lot of them didn't know what was going on. So we took it upon ourselves to become experts both with Medicaid, veterans benefits, and just dealing with elder law, you know, in general. Yeah. Additionally, Pat's wife's father had an Alzheimer's issue. What, what did you, was your dad an attorney also? Yeah, he was an attorney since 1955. What did, what, what did he practice? Uh, he was a general practice, but he specialized in condemnation cases. Okay. And then he turned out inadvertently motivated you guys to pursue elder law. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that, that's that's it, great. It, it's very rewarding. You know, helping elderly, it, it doesn't get any better. What is Medicaid planning? Medicaid planning. What, what is, is, is it fair to say elder law is Medicaid planning? or is No. It? Elder law covers the whole gamut of transferring your assets to your beneficiaries when you die and taking care of you if you become disabled with power of attorneys and patient advocates and things like that. Medicaid is a subspecialty of elder law. Medicaid is helping people navigate nursing home care. Nursing homes cost eight, nine, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month, and most people can't afford it. And if they can't afford it, it, it drains the whole bank accounts and it, it takes away the kids' inheritances. So Medicaid planning is getting the, the client, the elderly person, as much care as possible at the least possible expense. And what we try and do is transfer the assets to the stay-at-home spouse or others. So Medicaid, the federal insurance that pays for long-term nursing home care, will pay the bill instead of individuals paying the bill. Let me kind of break it into, so, so sure. people kind of get, get the flavor and the feel for it is, we, go, we get old. You don't know that you're gonna need to go into a nursing home, but it happens. And we know it happens to, we, we've had that experience with our parents, and eventually it can happen with us as well. And in that situation, okay, let's suppose you've got a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank, and you have a, you have a 401k as well, but you end up in the need for a nursing home and you're in your late 70s and it's costing $10,000, $12,000 a month and your spouse is still living at home. 
So your spouse needs that money that's in savings, needs the Social Security, needs the retirement money to live on, but how is, and let's say it's a she, and you, because you're the one who's going to the nursing home, how's she going to do that if she's got to dole out ten to $12,000 a month for nursing care? What we do, and under the Medicaid laws, what we do is we transfer the assets from the sick spouse to the stay-at-home spouse. But to do that, you need the proper legal documents ahead of time, the power of attorneys and the patient advocates, namely the power of attorneys that allow for those transfers. And there's different strategies. Uh, whether it's going into court and get a separate maintenance agreement or going to probate court for guardianships and conservatorships, allowing the transfers. We look at if there's a disabled child, maybe we can send some money to that child, you know, to safeguard it. So when you said like separate maintenance, is that what you use when you're dealing with the retirement accounts as a way of separating them? Absolutely, because when you transfer a retirement account from an individual, from one person to another, it, it could be a taxable event. So with the separate maintenance agreements through a qualified domestics relations order, you can transfer it tax-free to the, the other spouse. So then, so, so let's say it's my 401k. Right. Okay, and I'm the one who's going in the nursing home, and there's $300,000 in there. Rather than transferring it to Bonnie, my wife, and paying the tax on the 300000 you get a qualified domestic relations or, order. Or yeah. order, and then she becomes the owner of the account. Absolutely and she can take out the money and pay the tax on it when she needs it. Absolutely. So effectively, what you're doing, the, the broad stroke is, is you're protecting all the money for in a married household for the spouse that is not going into the nursing home. Correct, and, and in our society, you know, men marry younger women, statistically speaking, and women outlive men on average seven years. You know, so if you went in the nursing home, Ken, and your wife is 10 years younger than you. My wife's 25 years okay, younger right. than you. So she could live, she could <laughs> live another. Did you hear that, honey? Did you hear what I said? Right, she could live 30, 40 years after you're gone. And she's gonna need that money to, to survive that time. Absolutely, so what, when does the critical point come? Okay, so I ended, well, let's, sure. two points, because you mentioned it quickly. The durable power of attorney, and we've talked about it on the show before, you need to have that in place because when the critical point comes and you need to make these transfers, if you don't have, if you have the durable power of attorney in place, where effectively I've signed a durable power, I've made Bonnie my attorney in fact, I'm now unable to act because I'm disabled and I'm in, I'm in the hospital and I can't act for myself. Right. If the durable power is there, Bonnie, you can get together with Bonnie and make all the transfers. Right. She will have the legal authority to access your accounts at that point in time. If I didn't do a durable power of attorney, what do you do? Uh, you would have to go to probate court and either get a conservatorship or a guardianship, or you'd have to go into the divorce court and ask a divorce judge to actually award you that money. So it's a big problem at that point because it, timing huge is problem. real critical. Right. Because if you go into a nursing home, there's a... Uh, a very small window of time that we have to deal with because Medicaid goes quick. You go into the nursing home, you have rehab that can last up to 100 days, but 100 days go very, very quickly. That 100-day rule, I want to kind of go through it and get, get an sure. understanding of it because that's the critical point, right? Absolutely. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the 100-day rule. COVID-19 presents a fight for our personal and business financial survival. You have to make choices. 
Cash is critical. Do you tap your retirement, home equity line, or run up the credit cards? You need the right plan to avoid being wiped out, and you need it now. You can't rely on the government or banks. Call us. We're the experts in financial crisis. We are here for you and your business in the Great Recession, and we're here for you now. We will create a plan and get through this together. Thavgross will solve your problem. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Will I outlive my money? Medicaid is so confusing. A will, or do I need a trust? What if mom needs to go in a nursing home? At Samasco Law, we have the answers to all of these questions. Our attorneys will eliminate the confusion and develop a plan that's right for you. We are dedicated to veterans' benefits, assisted living, and nursing home care. Samasco Law can help prepare you for a long future. Call Samasco Law today. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Thav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so we're back. So we, when we came to, up to the last break, we were talking about the 100-day rule. What, what is that rule? The 100-day rule. If you're not admitted to the hospital for three days, not under observation, but admitted for three days and transferred for a, a nursing facility for rehab, Medicare will pay the first 20 days, and then Medicare will pay a portion along with your primary health insurance for up to 100. But to get the 100 days, you must be getting rehabilitative services. Yeah, I, I, in fact, I, I right. went through a personal experience with right. that with my father. He went, and to, is it fair to say normally, the normal process where you end up in the nursing home is you have an event, it puts you in the hospital, and then you're somewhere in that 100-day process, and from there they send you to a nursing home. Correct, but in the nursing home, most people don't make it the 100 days, but most people plateau before then. And at that point, they either go home if they're well enough and if they're not well enough and need long-term care, then you're on private pay in the nursing home at the 
you know, ten to twelve thousand so, a month. And you have to at that point immediately apply for Medicaid. Correct. Okay, and when so you apply for Medicaid, it goes retroactive to the first of the month. So you've got to make all those transfers that we're talking about before you apply. Correct. And, and it's and some of these things aren't quick and easy. So if you want to change ownership of a life insurance policy, that, that could take you three, four weeks, you know, or to transfer money or in a quadro to, to, to go into court in order to and, transfer absolutely. The, the, the IRA or the 401k. But a lot of these things are much easier with the documents that you prepare for your clients oh, rather absolutely. than taking a probate court or divorce court where you can be there months, even a year possibly, just to do something simple. Absolutely, but we're still at the mercy of the judges sometimes. So the, the quicker you plan, the more time you give the attorney, the so, better so the results. Wait, 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 with, with, with the COVID crisis now, and the fact that the court system is slowed down to a trickle, it, it is even more important to get these documents done and to get your estate planning done in advance. Absolutely. I would, I would have to assume that that's, I mean, that's the goal right now is to dot your I's and cross your T's as fast as possible. Yeah, I, I'm Absolutely. Seeing, I'm seeing two, two urgent factors. One is to have those estate planning documents in place so you have the durable power of attorney and have all that there. But if mom or dad ends up tanking health-wise, and you see it, I mean, th these are real-life experiences that we all go through as children with our parents, and we all suffer through them. It's not a. It's 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 a. It's it's, it's one of the worst processes that you go through, where all of a sudden your parent becomes dependent on you from the reverse when you were the kid, and when you see it happening, you need to call Jim. You need to call Pat because that's when you need to start making those transfers because from the time mom and dad are having issues to the time they end up being admitted to the hospital to the time they get discharged from the hospital to the nursing home to the time that they're no longer actively rehabbing right. can be a week. It can be. It can be a month or two months depending on your ability to identify mom and dad going downhill. When you see them going downhill, that's when they, you need but, to start. But, right. and, and, and the downhill could be gradual or it could be, you know, overnight. Actually, so I know in my practice with, with my cases, there are some cases that I know aren't ripe. But I'll open a file, I'll start getting some information together, but at least I'll start talking to people, whatnot, because I know somewhere down the line a case is going to be ripe. Is that true in your practice that people may be very well healthy, they're getting older though, and it makes sense to maybe come see you for a consultation and get things just kind of sort of lined up and you open a file? And, and a Absolutely. You know, our age, you know, good. 50s, 60s, younger. Uh, the old saying is, you know, you need it before you, get sick, before you get sick or before you die, right? You tell me when that's going to happen and we'll schedule the appointment. Yeah, you, we, we just don't know. Pat always likes to say, when are you planning on going into the nursing home? Yeah. I'm not. Right. No one is. I don't know. That's, that's everybody's answer. No one's told me. I'm not, and I don't know. And I don't want to know. Well, the one thing is you probably won't know. But, but you know, <laughs> you know we're talking here real quickly. We're talking about making sure you try and get this stuff done in advance. At the same time, it's not too late at the last minute either, though, is it? Sure, but, but then you're in a crisis. Well, you know, crisis but, planning. But you, is, you need to. You still need to take the steps. Right. You right. still have to take the steps. But the reality is, is crisis planning costs a whole lot more than advanced planning. That's correct. That's and the, and the more statement. time that we have, the more options that are available. What's the five-year rule? How does that play in? But Medicaid says you can't divest yourself of assets five years before you go into a nursing home. 
the old, uh, if you give it away when you're young, if you gave away money, you could probably get away with it. But, but if you're 70 or 80, the, the Medicaid assumes that you should know that you're going to go into a nursing home. So Medicaid says you cannot give money away five years before you go in the nursing home. And if you do, you, you get a, a penalty. So and, is, that, is that big impact when you're widowed? Because oh, absolutely. Because between husband and wife, you can still do a lot of transfers, right? Correct. Okay, so the big problem is dad's still alive, mom's gone, or vice versa, and now dad needs to go into the nursing home. Dad needed to do that five-year planning, otherwise there's a big, there's a, it's still worth doing planning, but there's a penalty. What is it? That's what you guys talk about, half a loaf or something? Yeah, that's the 8500 a month. If you give away money wrongfully, it's approximately $8,500 a month that they penalize you uh, you know, so if you gave away $85,000, you are not going to get Medicaid for 10 months, but the penalty period doesn't start clicking till your asset qualified to below your $2,000 plus other. So, so but, but, it's complicated. But you can but protect more than that, right? I mean, how oh, much no, can you protect for a single person? Uh, it depends on how long they live. It's very difficult. They can have a house, a car, a funeral contract, a life insurance policy not to exceed $1,500, and $2,000 in the bank. So we can protect half, but, but it, if they have a lot of money, the, the, the half doesn't make a difference. You know, so they have a half a million dollars, we can protect 250, but then we have to spend 250, and so with the penalty that would exceed their life expectancy. So there's a lot of planning that goes into the process. The point is, if you're in that situation, you need to plan. If you don't plan, you need to do the crisis management as soon as you realize mom or dad are having a problem. If your parents are widowed, you need to plan even more because you have the problem of the five-year rule. Correct, and if you have two parents, one usually takes care of the other. When there's only one. It's on you. It's on you. All right, let's take a break, we come back, we're gonna talk about social security disability and COVID. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Favgro specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Favgro. Our firm will solve your problem. A lifetime of hard work. If you don't have the right plan in place, you can lose your home, your savings, and more. And you didn't come this far to lose everything. Samasco Law wants you to know that laws are changing. Today, the average cost of nursing home care is $85,000 a year. With proper planning, we can help protect your life savings and get you the Medicaid and nursing home benefits you deserve. How much can you afford to lose? Call Samasco Law today. Time for announcements. We want to remind our listeners to watch the TV version of Law & Reality every Sunday, 10.30 a.m. on TV20. Be sure and sign up for the fall giveaway. $500 Visa gift card, Law & Reality hat, and a copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. The drawing is November 1st. All you have to do is go to the homepage on Law & Reality, pop in your email address, and you're entered. It's 500 bucks. Make sure you take advantage of it. We have a webinar coming up on Wednesday, November 4th, 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m. No estate plan. What are you thinking? The majority of Americans still don't have an estate plan. It's an absolutely essential thing to have to plan not only for what if you die, but also when you are living 
and you need someone to act on your behalf. Suppose you're disabled. Suppose you go into the nursing home. Suppose you need uh, your parent to take care of some financial transactions for you when you're at college. All this stuff fits into a financial, to, into, I'm sorry, into an estate plan. You need to have the right plan. Learn the right documents, those that apply while you're living, the will and the trust for when you pass away, understand probate, how to avoid probate and spending the money on it, how to avoid the biggest mistakes in estate planning. Attendees get a gold certificate off the cost of any estate plan. You want to sign up at thavgross.com, lawandreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. We have a webinar coming up on December 9th, 630 to 8 o'clock p.m. There's no better gift than being debt-free. We're going to walk you through all the methods that we use to eliminate debt so that your future income starts going in the bank rather than going to Visa and MasterCard. Solutions using bankruptcy, solutions outside of bankruptcy, special segment on small businesses facing debt issues as a result of COVID. We're going to talk about options inside, outside of bankruptcy. What's the smartest strategy? Attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up at thavgross.com, lawandreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. Remember, you can always come into the firm for a free consultation. During COVID, we're doing them in office using all social distancing protocols. We're also doing teleconference and video conference if that's your preference. Just go, to the, go onto the website, request a free consult, call the office, 888-235-HELP. You can request it that way. Debt issues, tax issues, estate planning issues, business law issues, elder law issues with Pat and Jim Samasco, disability issues with Jeff Kirshner, criminal law issues with Scott Weinberg. Remember, just go to the website or call 888-235-HELP. Take advantage of the free consults. Our free consults are not meet and greets. We analyze the problem, give you the recommended solution. We let you know what it's going to cost, how to pay it, what's the smartest move, the right plan. Also on the website are free reports, brand new resolving tax problems, the real solutions written by Jeff Linden and myself, how to save your home from foreclosure, business loans uh, and formations in Michigan, and the retiree's guide from Social Security from Pat Samasco. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law. Now back to the show. COVID-19 presents a fight for our personal and business financial survival. You have to make choices. Cash is critical. Do you tap your retirement, home equity line, or run up the credit cards? You need the right plan to avoid being wiped out, and you need it now. You can't rely on the government or banks. Call us. We're the experts in financial crisis. We are here for you and your business in the Great Recession, and we're here for you now. We'll create a plan and get through this together. Thavgross will solve your problem. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so that was great, Jim. It really kind of gave me a good background on this on Medicaid and how that whole situation works. Jeff, what about Social Security disability and how is it? How are you dealing with it in COVID? Fun and games, Ken. All fun and games. Um, it's it's a little bit of a struggle now because 
to the hearing process, there are no in-person hearings right now. In fact, Social Security is so unsophisticated that there's not even Zoom hearings. It is telephonic hearings. So hearings themselves are a little bit challenging. You have the right to object to a telephonic hearing, and you can then wait several months to see whether they're going to come back in person or not. If your client has like a physical impairment or disability that you'd want the judge to see, do you provide them pictures? There are no pictures. No and pictures. No. And so at least for a while we've been objecting to these hearings, waiting some time to see if they come up and maybe they'll get rescheduled again. You can object with no harm to you. The problem is at some point in time you, you just have to bite the bullet and, and Cause you, cause you do can, the hearing. You can just delay the hearing, but if you delay the hearing, you're delaying the receipt of the benefit. Correct. And, and at some point in time, people are just starving. There's a lot of people out there that, that need benefits that could possibly qualify eventually for Medicare as well. And at some point in time, you just have to go through. So we've been finally doing a lot more hearings now because of that element. Are you I, finding that are the judges a little bit more gracious with approving claims because of COVID or are they, or is that? No, actually, actually, I have found at all, at, well, I should say the initial level of Social Security with some better cases, they've been a little bit more lenient, I have found in my personal experience. And certainly at the hearing level, um, you still have your liberal judges who have a higher pay rate. You have your very conservative judges who don't like to pay even their own mother. But I, mean, I found overall that they have lightened up a little bit and I think they're giving people a little bit more credit and having a little bit more empathy for what's going on in this world and understanding that I mean, you the, think they should well they should because these people who maybe they have a borderline case but you look at the realities of our world with such skyrocketing unemployment rates and so much difficulty getting jobs that I think they're starting to be a little bit more lenient with so, the realities so, all right so let's say they're being a little more lenient the question is is it a permanent leniency in other words you get awarded you, you go in, you do your hearing, you get your client the award for Social Security Disability, yay, team win, right? right. Is that permanent? No. Is it forever? It's, it's never forever. It can be, more times than not it is, but Social Security always has the right to say, we're going to revisit your case in a year or two how, years, how three years. How often do they do that? That's starting to become a little bit more frequent because they are kind of catching up with the hearing phases, and so now they are looking at, at people. There was always a big complaint over the years with so many people on Social Security disability that they couldn't revisit Did, cases because there are those borderline resources. cases, yeah. especially with younger individuals, that over time can improve. Yes, they were disabled, but it was more of a temporary thing. But yes, they couldn't work for 12 months or longer, but have... Uh, the probability of getting better over time. They are starting to look into those cases more often. So when they look into a case, is it to look in and they're reevaluating whether the disability still exists as it did at the time it was granted? Correct. Whether or not they still remain disabled, unable to do any work. It's not where they're doing an investigation to see if you're working on the side. There is not. It's not like a personal injury case where you have a private investigator following you or anything of that nature, but it's Social Security looking into what you've been doing. They send you out a questionnaire. They get authorizations to go uh, see what your doctors have to say. So that's what they're looking into. Right, so people are still disa becoming disabled. Yes. Events are still happening yes. to them. COVID's going on. 
they should still, the right process is still call you, come in, or, it's, it's, or it's, talk think, to them on the phone and go over what the issues are and let them know what they need to do? I think it's more important than ever. And, and unfortunately, lately, I've been retaining some clients that they've talked to other attorneys, some of which I know, and have given cringeworthy advice about waiting for a year before you file and doing other things of that nature that are just contrary to what I think is logical, contrary to the success of my practice. And so I think it's, it's more important than ever to retain an attorney, to start the process sooner than later. Even as Jim and I talked earlier, even if there's not a case ripe right now, eventually it's going to be ripe. So at least see an attorney if you think it's a possibility. Bottom line is, if you've suffered a disability, it's a serious life-threatening event from the standpoint of your economics and everything else. Take the time, call Jeff, get in, find out what your options are. Don't wait and then find out that you waited too long. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Law & Reality.